Hey y'all, I'm Ashley. And I'm Hunter. And this is More Than Alive. Where we explore what it means to live a connected and intentionally balanced life. We hope that through thoughtful conversations between ourselves and others, that we'll continue to learn more about how we can thrive in a modern world cluttered with confusion and distraction. We're excited to have you join us on this journey. All right, Hunter, what made you feel alive today? Wow. So um, this morning I got up, sat in silence. And honestly, it was one of the things that I needed to do. I felt like the past few days I've had just so much stuff going on in terms of things that had to get done or things going on with my car or schedule changes and everything that I felt like my mind was just completely cluttered. So like I woke up and just honestly sat down and just sat in complete silence and just let myself just think through what what was going on in my mind. And then I just sat there, wrote it all down. And then it was just like the biggest relief because I had it all just like written down on paper. And it was, it was honestly what made me feel truly alive because I knew that now my mind's a little bit more free for some other things to think about. And it was just great. So what about you? What made you feel alive? Well, um, if you know me, you know, I'm not the best driver. <laughs> um, wouldn't say I'm the worst. I'm probably not the worst in the world, but definitely not the best. Um, so <laughs> this morning, um, on the way here, I, you know, was just changing lanes and didn't really see the person, but it's okay. Um, oh they gosh. gave me a they gave me a little <gasps> beep and I was like, Oh, oh, oh I see. Yeah. So that little <clears throat> spike in heart rate, yeah. Suddenly I felt alive. <laughs> suddenly uh-huh. I felt more alive. Um <laughs> so I wasn't texting crazy. or anything. I'm just like not like, good at driving. It is. I was going to say like one point on that. Like, isn't it crazy? Like when things like that happen, like you just get like someone honks at you or like something goes off or something crazy happens, you get startled. And then like you immediately like feel like everything in your body like awakens. Yeah. It's the whole like, like it's so like sympathetic it's nervous so system natural, is... but it's like so cool to kind of like just feel like just those heightened senses when something happens so unexpectedly. Yeah. Well, but. physiologically, not to nerd out, but your sympathetic nervous system immediately turns on. You got to run from the tiger. You got your heart rate up. You got the blood to your muscles. You got <laughs> your eyes dilated. Yeah. Um, so I definitely needed that in that moment of driving. Um, but that really woke me up, made me feel alive. So even though like nowadays, you know, we're always on our calendar and we're scheduling things and trying to get all that like figured out, you know, we're both firm believers in the importance of writing things down and like how a simple pad and paper can just do wonders for us. So kind of on that note, do, do you journal at all? Like, is that something that you're involved in doing or what does that look like? Um, you know what, to be honest, I don't journal every day. I write things down every day, but it's more of a to-do list and my schedule and goals and work stuff, not yeah. like how I'm feeling or things that happen to me. I don't do that on a day-to-day basis. I've done that a lot traveling. Whenever I go on a trip, I journal, but I don't do it day-to-day. That's cool. Do you um, ever look back on it and does that like put you back in the moment of when you were in that place you were? You know, I don't really look back on it, but I'd like to. Because I was saying like that when you said that, that's one of the first things I thought I would do would be like if I journaled when I was away, like in another country or going through another experience that like I could almost just go back and like reread it and like put myself back in that moment. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the that's the idea behind it. But have <laughs> I done it? I don't know. Honestly, the the most thing, the most time in my life or like daily when I write things down is the night before like 
I guess just at night, <laughs> the night yeah. before my day, <laughs> which is every night. Yeah. Um, but at night, my mind is just like racing. And mm-hmm. in the, in my workspace and um, this industry and everything I have in my hand and every single day is different. So um, my like Mondays and Wednesdays kind of look alike, but besides yeah. that, no other days look alike. Um, so every evening in order to declutter my mind of being like, ah, oh, what do I have to do? I have a client at this time. I have to be um, at a workout at this time and another client here, whatever. I write everything down. So the night yeah. before I'm like, okay, I look at my Google calendar, honestly. Yep. I do pick up my phone, but then I have my pen mm-hmm. and paper um, next to it. And I write down, I go chronologically. I'm like, okay, this is the time I wake up. This is the time that I make breakfast, go to work. So you like rewrite your schedule out on paper. I write how I want the day to look. And then on the other, like right next to it, I write down my to-do list. So cool. one side is kind of like a plan of action. Yeah. And like, and I try to be specific I, and I try to like time it out, like drive to work. <laughs> um, but Walk sometimes out the door. Yeah. Unlock car, step yeah. in car, sit down, start engine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe not that detailed. Um, but I do try to write down everything that's going to take time in my day or everything that is scheduled. Mm-hmm. And try to schedule things that aren't scheduled. So I try to write down like, okay, um, read during this time. Or this is when you're going to try to nap, even though I literally can't nap. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I can't do it. But, I, you know, something like that. So I like write in things too and have my full day from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. Um, And then on the other side is more what I have to do. And looking at that to-do list, if it's like I need to... um, send this invoice, send this email, respond to this, um, call this person, like then looking at that right side, then I can fill in like, oh, after writing my schedule, looking like, oh, okay, at one o'clock I have some time. That's when I can call this yeah. person or whatever. So that's the most writing I do is scheduling. See, I'm, a, I'm a little different in that aspect to where I don't, I don't really do anything at night. Um, honestly, I think it, it probably would be good to get in that habit of doing something the night before. Because uh, there is something to be said for, you know, the willpower it does take to wake up in the morning and think about your day versus kind of having it already written out. But that's more of what I do. I, I wake up in the morning and after I kind of go through like my my own little routine, part of that routine at the end is sitting down with that pad and paper. And I just think, again, like I might sit in some silence just to let myself like actually digest all the stuff going on. And then I'll write out like what my, again, like what my day consists of. But I break it down not in chronological order. I break it down in priorities. So for me, I kind of look at things that, okay, this is what I have to get done today. And then after that, I look at, okay, this is the highest priority. Like if this doesn't get done, this other stuff doesn't matter. So for me, it's more of almost like a like a, a quadrant of like high urgency, high importance, like low urgency, low importance kind of. But that's the way I go about it because it's just easier for me to look look at it and be like, okay, this is priority one. I need to get this done before I try to do priority 12 on my list. <laughs> well, that's interesting that you say that. So you feel like you do like the biggest thing first? I try to do the thing that's going to be the most impactful for my day. Okay. Uh, so for example, what that might be on a given day is if I wake up on Monday morning and I have, you know, I have a class at noon, I have a class at 630, um, I coach the cross at four. I look at these these things. I'm like, okay, the most important thing to make sure this is the best day is 
I need to have a good workout. Like that's for the class. Programming your workout. Um, yeah, yeah, not like me. Like also, when he yeah. says class, he doesn't mean school. It's um, yes, his fitness yes, classes that he coaches. Classes <laughs> that I'm coaching. You'll hear that a lot. Classes, classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like funny too because so many people will be like, "Oh, like what's where do you go to school?" When I like mention I have class or this and that, and like they don't really get the relation of like, <laughs> no, like I'm instructing a class or I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. a fitness I think class. You and I just talked about that so much. I just want to make sure listeners <laughs> yeah, know, like so guys, yeah, class. Yeah. So we are. I mean, we are mm-hmm. teaching. Yeah, but so for me, that is the most important thing because. That is my job. That's that's what that's what I do is create workouts, help people, you know, do what we do for a living. So for me, I have to make sure that I'm writing down like that workout, getting everything that's going to be the most important part of that day, like finished. So I'm not like getting there rushing, trying to throw things together. And then from there, I work backwards. Okay, what else needs to get done today? What do I need to do to make that happen? So, okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So you kind of have like a plan of action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a great way to put it. It's not really just a plan for like how I want the day to go. It's more of like a plan of action steps because I'm also a big believer in it's good to have these goals or like bigger goals and stuff, but breaking it down to just daily actionable habits and like steps that you can take each day. Um, so I really kind of look at things on like that scale, like the the daily habits or the daily things that I can do and the daily steps that I can take. So, so what's one thing that you want to tell listeners if if someone's listening to this Mm -hmm. and they kind of wake up and they're like they just go on through the day relating it back to writing down because it sounds like that's what helps you a lot is writing stuff down how can someone like get started on that like how how can how do you do that i know it sounds like you've made it a habit but yeah someone's never done that before like how do they get so the first thing that i would say about it is there's no expectations to how it's going to, how it should, should be done. Everyone's so unique. And like what we just talked about, what works well for you might work well for me, but it might not. So I think it's all kind of trial and error. Get up and try some different things. Say like, Hey, okay, today I'm going to write down just the three things that I want to accomplish today. And maybe for someone else it's like, okay, I know that if I don't schedule this, it's definitely not getting done. So let me actually write out my day and schedule it in so I can make this thing I want to happen, happen. So I think there's so many different ways and like, um, you know, tactics and, and things you can do that would work well, but you just have to figure out what, what that is for you. So I think one of the best things you can do and something that I honestly do is free write. It's something that I started doing obviously back when we were in school. Did you ever have like English class and stuff where they were like, okay, you're just going to free write for like 10 minutes. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So believe it or not, like, I guess I didn't appreciate it then, but now, like, it's honestly one of the ways that I truly journal. So I don't go in with any expectations. So I want to ask you more about that. But yeah. first question, first question is, do you free write, journal, whatever, before you plan your mm-hmm. actions or after? Yeah, no, I definitely do that before. Okay, I, so I, you kind of like brain dump, yeah, free I like write. Yeah, brain dump so and the then scheduling I get and stuff organized. comes after. Okay, so yeah, let's yeah. get into that. So like okay. what does free writing, journaling or whatever what look, look like? like for you? Is it brain dumping or is it like reflecting or is it or is it looking in the future or <laughs> is it honestly, everything? <laughs> it's honestly whatever. It's a mix of it all. So there what I will normally do is I'll get up and I will just open up my notepad and I'll grab a pen and I'll just sit there and I'll start just writing whatever comes to my mind. Sometimes that looks like gratitude saying, wow, I'm grateful for this this morning. Sometimes that looks like fear. Sometimes it looks like things that I'm scared of or things like for that day that I'm like, okay, I'm worried about doing this or this is getting me anxious or this is, 
you know, something I might be worried about. And then sometimes it's like, okay, this is what, you know, I want to accomplish. And sometimes it is that self-reflection. This is something I'm proud of myself for. This is something I want to improve on. And again, there's no structure to that. It's just, for me, the best practice has been having no restrictions to what I'm writing and what I'm doing. So sometimes that will look like a prayer. Sometimes I'll start writing it out and I don't even intend to it, but it's almost like a prayer for me. So there's so many different ways to do it. And if you look at what I did for my quote unquote free write instead of journal in the morning is different than what it was today and is different than what it probably would be tomorrow. So, so is it a different amount of time every day? Or I was my um, follow-up question was how long how do you long? spend? So I typically don't keep it too long. Um, I honestly try to but keep what it mean? within like about five minutes or so. I don't really go much longer than that. And because if you're free writing and just writing, five minutes can be a long time. Yeah, well, do, for you, does it look like bullet points or uh, uh, For me, it sentences. just looks almost just like a paragraph, almost like a okay. letter. Like it, it honestly kind of looks like I'm writing a letter to myself. So it's almost kind of like I write the, the date at the top of it. Um, and then I just start just writing like I'm writing a book. Yeah, to myself. <laughs> I like that view of it, writing like yeah. a little note to yourself. It's just like a, it's it, it usually comes out to be about like half a page, never like really even a full page, but about half a page to, you know, three quarters of a page of, of just writing whatever. And I have no idea sometimes what's even in it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, the other day I was talking with a friend and she has this awesome book that I'm I'm going to order on Amazon today. I've been meaning to. And it's called like one line a day or something like that. So I think it's like five years. Um, so I think she first got it like 2017 or something. It was like 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, whatever. How many years that was? was that? But it's a few. And each page. So it's like January 2nd and then has every year. And it has like three lines next to the year. Mm-hmm. And she just writes like one or two lines a day. And she's had it for like four years now. And it's so cool because she just recently got engaged and has had some big life changes with career stuff as well. So she was showing me the other day and she looked back on it and was like, this day I was like, I went on a a date with this like guy who Uh I thought I really liked. And then you look like two years later and it's like, like, I'm engaged to this guy and like, thank God. Or like, you know, like different things like that. So um, I think that could be something that... I you pick up yeah because to be honest I don't journal like Mm -hmm. you just described I really struggle with writing out my feelings and thoughts I feel like my hand can't keep up with my with what I want to say so I just keep it all in my head and I and I'm not saying that that is the right thing to do or whatever just being honest with y'all like that is what I do because even on trips like I mentioned I and I'll I'll tell some stories about that later but I journal when I'm on trips and even then I feel like I'm like okay I want to remember every single detail I mm-hmm. think that's my problem is I want to put everything detail, down yeah. too detailed I want to be like this morning I made this kind of coffee and then <laughs> my roommate did this and then we went on this walk. Like I, I'm like more like recording everything well, I did yeah. because I don't want to miss anything. I'm like, if I'm going to write anything down, I'm going to write everything down. And then I just get overwhelmed. Well, so, think about what you just said. You want to look back on it maybe one day. So, so if you look back on it, like you, do you really care like a couple years ago, what type of coffee you had in that morning? Like, no, like I, for me, like what I would, what I would suggest just for anyone too is 
don't get too detail oriented. Just write literally just an, an overview, like of what you're feeling, like how that day is going. And it doesn't have to be super specific. Like you said, it can be literally one line. And yeah. like you do each day of just like, this is how I felt today, or this is how that day went. But I think, like you said, you have so much in, in, in your head that you want to get out that I think even though I said there's no right way to do it, it still is a skill, just like anything. It takes practice. And the more you do it, the more natural it will come. The more you'll get to the point where you wake up and you're looking forward to that because you almost feel like it's like, again, like decluttering your mind. It's like a, a space where you can just write things out and get it out. So I think just like with anything we're doing and anything in health and anything in life, it's just a series of practice and habits and just skills that you're just training kind of over and over again. But what I wonder is... um is what if it's not? So I used mm. to, like, I almost feel like I have to journal, especially like being in this kind of like wellness space or whatever. Everyone's like, I wake up and journal and I feel this pressure to, and I know that um, when it, like most, my two like best friends, I know that they do every single day a lot. Um, and my sister and a lot of people in my circle, and I almost feel this pressure to. And I was actually explaining this to my therapist once. And I was like, I, I really, I want to journal. I know I should journal. And, so kind of to like, to be on the other side of what you were just saying, like her view was like, she was like, why? I mean, she she just could see that I was forcing myself to. Yeah. So, but I do see what you're saying because a lot of things in life, like for example, making my bed, mm-hmm. I had to make that a habit and I'm so glad that I did. And now I yeah. make my bed every morning. And, and that was in the first like hundred times I did it. That was like pretty hard. Now I can't <laughs> go a day without doing it. But um, I think with journaling, I do feel a certain sense of I have to, but I do feel a certain sense of I want to. So that's why I brought up the one liner. And I'm actually going to find that mm-hmm. notebook and link it in the show notes because I think that it may be helpful and I'm going to order it today. I, I really am. Um, I think that may be helpful for anybody listening to this who feels the way that I do, feels like overwhelmed by writing more than a couple sentences each morning, but does want a little bit to reflect on, does mm-hmm. want a little bit to like put some of their, oh, what's going on in their brain on paper. Um, so yeah. because I, I think that like in general, I know that it can have benefits and of, yeah, like decluttering your brain, but also I think creating space in your brain, which I guess is what decluttering means in a way, but like then creating space for other things and improving the way that you think throughout the day and the way that you communicate with other people. um, I think that journaling does allow for that. Yeah. And let's, let's dive into, let's dive into that a little bit or just dive in in general. Like we talked about it and like what our practices are, but what are the benefits? Like, why is this even a thing? Like, obviously there's importance in it. I mean, people have been journaling since the beginning of time, as soon as they could keep track of things, people have been writing stuff down. So like, you know, let's talk a little bit more about kind of some of the benefits that come from doing it and like why it's important. And I think we talked a lot about kind of having that plan for action. And you've heard me say this a lot. And I really am a big believer in that when we wake up and we take, you know, the opportunity to plan out our day or see what we want to happen, we don't live in a way that's just reacting to the world around us. Because so many people wake up, the first thing they do is they grab their phone. They grab things and they're just like looking around and they're starting to just dive into this like dopamine hits, looking at things that like likes on Instagram and all this stuff. And they're just already setting themselves up for like a 
a day of just reacting to the world around them. But like, if you take that time to kind of wake up and start to act on your day, and you can now, like you, you have a plan and you're able to start, you know, attacking the things you want to accomplish that day versus just feeling like you're behind the eight ball the whole time and you're just reacting to just the world around us. Yeah, I think that's a huge benefit of having a plan of action for sure. I think another benefit of writing things down comes with memory retention. <laughs> that's the right phrase. But yeah. of course, writing about your experiences and feelings. And um, that's why I love to do it on trips because I want to remember everything. Yeah. But also in day-to-day um, life with especially reading, reading and writing or underlining and circling um, things while you're reading helps with keeping mm-hmm. you engaged and helping you remember. I cannot read a book without a pen in my hand. I underline, I circle, I write. And and I didn't think about that until now we're just talking that's about so it. That's so funny. But you that's where I, and like at the end I, of a chapter, I'll write a couple sentences and, or I'll circle and say, and do arrows. Like I write all over my books and I, this, but that wasn't natural. I remember where I learned it. It was ninth grade English class on the very first day. Wow. That's so awesome though. this teacher, his name is Mr. Richburg and he um, is a very well-known teacher at school I went to has been there a long time and is really good at what he does. And I remember on the first day of his class, so it's like a big deal. You're in like in high school for the first <laughs> time, like English class, like everybody's in there nervous. And he handed out this, I think it was a poem or a short story. Yeah. And he was like, okay, I'm going to give you all like five or 10 minutes to read this, whatever it was. And um, then, so he gave us that time. And then he was like, Okay, um, maybe I'm butchering exactly how this happened, but from what I remember, he looked at someone's paper and was like, and and that person, no one was writing on their paper, right? I mean, we we were just like, oh, we're not, no one thought it was a write. We're supposed to read. I'm like, we're trying to like read, like, oh, maybe that could stay. You know, we learned a little bit in eighth grade, like about yeah. reading between the lines and, yeah. um, you know, reading comprehension. So we're like trying to do all that, but someone in our class, I remember, it was just one person, um was underlined and circled um, some things. And he pointed to that person and asked us what they did right. We're like, mm-hmm. uh, they, and they kind of talked a little bit about what was important or whatever. And we're like, um, trying to think. We didn't, I didn't know. And he was like, they were engaged on their paper and they huh. circled and underlined and wrote on their paper. And from that moment, it was like, they're oh, engaged in it. They're receptive well, to what they're right. reading. And I think like in a more practical sense, like I don't think I was ever told that I can like take a pen to a book because some books, I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. read from the library or textbooks and you yeah. don't really need to write on those or whatever. Um, but that was the first moment that was like, oh, I can like star what I think is important. I can write yeah. little notes out to the side. So writing while I'm reading really, really helps um, me remember and helps me stay engaged in the text. If I am given something to read without a pen, like I feel like I can't do it. That's so, it's so funny that you even brought this up because right before we got on this topic, I was literally thinking about saying the same thing. One of the things that I used to never do and I started to do a little more recently is no, I don't write in the books because I'm also a big believer of like books that I receive. I think I should pass them along and I like giving books to other people. But what I do do is I will get a notepad or have some sort of like journal entry where I'm just writing about after I read a book, like what did I learn from it? And so sometimes that's throughout the book. So after like I read the first couple of chapters, I'm like, oh, these are some things I really want to remember from this book because there are so many times like I remember how, how many people read books and then they get done reading and they're like, 
I feel like I learned everything, but don't remember anything. And like, that's a huge thing. I actually remember funny story when I was in, I think it was probably like middle school or something. I just started reading and I was getting really into like reading like these big chapter books. Like it was like Harry Potter or some like book that has like hundreds of pages. And for some reason, like we thought it was cool to like read books with all these different pages because you felt like you were more smart or something who knows yeah oh i but remember that yeah i remember Do you have like ar like accelerated reading do you remember that yeah oh ar oh my gosh yeah i completely remember that AR. yo you and like we had like little <laughs> ice cream parties it's like if you got 400 yeah. points you got like five um toppings on your ice cream sundae if you only got like 200 points you like could yeah. only have chocolate sauce <laughs> on your sundae um That's yes so, so i know funny. what you're talking about <laughs> and I, I, so I just remember one time reading these, like this book and I think it was my dad or someone brought up and said, Oh, so Hunter, like, what did you, uh, like, what was that chapter on? Or what'd you just, what'd you just read? Like, tell me about it. And I literally was like, I have no idea. What I realized is I knew all the words. I was just reading the book just to read the words. And I had, was not even like paying attention to like the story or anything behind it. So I would read and I was going through it fast. I was just like reading line for line. And because I thought I was reading it, I wasn't actually absorbing anything about the story. And so that kind of stuck out in my mind because now like when I go and I'm reading something, I'll actually look at, okay, like what did I just read? That actually makes sense. Let me remember that. Let me write that down. So now when I'm done with that book, if I pass along that book to someone else, I can look back on my notes and be like, oh, this book I read, here are the main points from that. So that's just funny that you brought it up because that's actually something I started doing recently. Yeah, that is funny. Um, but super important to do. Obviously, like some people have better memories <laughs> and they can <laughs> just read and remember, but um, I think it helps a lot. So moving on to another benefit of writing things down, and this is an area where I do write things down, um, is goal setting and mm-hmm. like visualizing where I want to be. And most of that is with career, but not always. Um, It's in my personal life too. And um, so that's a big thing where I think writing things down makes those things in your head feel more real. Cause like in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to run like, mm, Mm -hmm. like 50 miles in May or whatever. Um, Something example like that. But if I don't write it down, it doesn't feel as real and I don't feel as accountable, but Mm -hmm. also it just seems like more of an idea. And then May rolls around, say I was going to run 50 miles in May, May rolls around. I'm like, oh, yeah. shoot, I, did, I, I had an idea to run 50 miles, but I never wrote it down. I never wrote it down. So it was never really real. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, whatever. Um, so. And I, I, I'm just, I, I think going off that point too, it's like being able to sit down and, and like you said, visualize is such an important part of it because writing can be, you know, visualizing doesn't have to be just sitting there thinking and trying to like see your future. That's a huge part of it. But like you said, like write it out, like create your own story. Like nothing, like we have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow, but you have the opportunity and the ability to kind of make, make that happen. So one of the um, things that I've done, which I think has been super beneficial with that is I'll sit down and write the vision I have, like where I see myself in a year from now, where I want to see myself in the future. And the habit of literally writing it down and appealing to like the actual senses, like what I want to see, what I want to feel, what emotions I want to have, the security I want to feel, whether it's, you know, financially, this and that, like I'll write kind of a framework for like the vision I have for myself, but just as important, I'll write down the exact opposite. I'll write like if I, you know, if I follow this path or I keep making these decisions or do these habits, what could my life 
look like there. So it's like the the habit of writing down the future I want to have, but also writing down what could happen if I, you know, continue to make certain decisions and things like that is a huge, it's a huge practice for me personally, but I think it's such a healthy habit too. And, and going along the point of just journaling or writing things down in general, it's with goal setting, you have the ability to kind of learn yourself and understand yourself more than, than ever before. It's a great way to be present, but to sit there and have this deeper understanding of, of yourself. I think writing, it allows you to almost communicate with yourself better. Cause like you talked about, you have so much sometimes in your head that you want to say, but you can't really get it out. It's like, how can you bridge that gap and just improve your communication within yourself and be able to visualize more? So I, I just completely agree with what you're saying there. And I think that's a huge thing. I think with goal setting specifically, um, people maybe get intimidated or fearful to write down a goal. Um, and I think there's one side of it that is talked about a lot and like a to-do list is like the feeling of mm-hmm. scratching off something. That's such a good feeling. But another way to look at goal setting also is from a more graceful perspective and looking at it. So I'm going to use the 50 miles in the month of May again. So say I set that goal and then I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's it's June and I didn't accomplish that or something. And this can happen with any goal is Mm -hmm. learning from that, right? So looking at that and being like, okay, where did I go wrong with that? I didn't accomplish it. How did I not? Maybe I didn't want to. Maybe it didn't work out. It's not to feel defeated or to feel bad about yourself or anything. Um, But also, so I know we mentioned like writing down a vision for ourselves and our life. And you really talked about the way you want your life to go and not to go. I think on a smaller scale where vision can come into play and writing this down, Mm -hmm. it can be with like a project or something. So for example, I created my personal training and nutrition uh, company called Verger Health a few months ago. And before I really got that on its feet, got like the logo and website and everything, I spent so much time writing down pen and paper, writing down different words that described the way that I wanted people to feel when they um, are my client or Mm -hmm. feel when they see my branding. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how I created the company. It was really taking, I mean, I took hours, hours of time in coffee shops and at home of writing down, circling words, Xing them out, um, drawing arrows to connecting words and stuff. So that really helped create a mental map for my vision of what I wanted Verger Health to be. Yeah. And one thing I kind of want to circle back to about goals is goals are, they're, they're definitely important to have. And if you don't have an aim or a why, like you're just kind of going through life life aimlessly and it's you want to have like those goals and they're super important but I think one of the biggest problems people you know run into is they'll write all their goals down but they don't know how to reach it they don't know how to achieve that so while I think writing your goals and stuff is is important and visualizing where you want to be goals are they're not possible without action and goals also don't happen on accident so I think one of the the best tips of advice I can give someone is after they've taking that time to, you know, self-understand and self-discover what they want and the goals they have for their future, work backwards, see what actionable steps have to happen for that to become a reality. Because if you just set that goal, but you don't have any path or trajectory trajectory on how to get there, 
you're not you're not going to accomplish it. So I think for me, one of the biggest things that I have alongside my goal setting is my habit and action setting. So it's like, I look at where I want to be. I look at the goals I have. Then I work backwards. What can I do today that's going to get me closer to that goal? And that goes back again to part of planning and, and the things that I prioritize. It's all, all my priorities have to do with the actionable steps that are going to take me closer to that goal. But if I were to just set that goal and not have those steps that I need to take, then I'm just chasing this goal the whole time with no real direction of how I should actually achieve that. Yeah. And I want us to spend time in a whole episode talking more about goal setting because I think it's super Mm -hmm. important. And I think we do have a lot to say. And I'd like to learn about how you set goals and maybe we can bring someone in and um, talk about that as well. But going back into more like the act of writing down stuff and and honestly kind of wrapping up things in the next few minutes, I just want to talk about how grounding writing something down can be. And Mm -hmm. for me, that's why I like to write stuff down rather than typing it or putting in my Google calendar because it takes me away from the constant technology and Mm -hmm. um, it brings me back into... And I, into the moment, like living in the moment. Yeah. So I think that that's probably the biggest benefit that it, it brings me. Do you, do you yeah. feel that way? Do you feel like it, it grounds you or? Yeah, I know. I definitely, I definitely think it does. I think like we mentioned, there's so many different benefits that can come and the benefits might be different for everyone. Like what you experience as a real benefit of taking notes and writing things down might be different from me. But I do think, Overall, the one thing that almost anyone who, you know, has the practice of journaling or writing things down and just having pen to paper is that feeling of true, like, I I just think it's connection with yourself. Like you said, grounding, but it's like, you're one, you're so, you're present, but two, I, I, I feel like it helps you just, like I said, communicate with yourself better and just be more connected with where you, where you are like where you are in your life, where you are, where you want to be and everything. And I think that grounding is something that is universal for people that have this practice. Yeah. And I think that that is why I have found myself journaling a lot on my travels Mm -hmm. because on a lot of the trips I took in high school, um, in a few different places around the world that I did not have any cell phone access or anything. So, um, journaling specifically rather than I I did have a camera rather than like taking so many pictures of videos journaling specifically allowed me to stay in the present moment and I love that and um I'm gonna order that one line a day and start writing down a little bit every day doesn't have to be a full paragraph but I'm excited and um yeah I really I really enjoy talking about this yeah well as we you know wrap up my challenge or my dare for you this week is I think I think you would really enjoy doing this. I think you should set your timer for five minutes when you wake up in the morning or whenever you go through your personal time and just write with no restrictions whatsoever. So I don't want you to think about all the details. I don't want you to have to think about everything you need to put down or that there's a grade you're going to get on it. I want you to just get a blank piece of paper, sit there with a pen and set your timer for five minutes and then just write whatever comes to mind. And just see maybe how freeing that could be. So see, that's my that's my challenge. But I know what's already <laughs> going to happen is that five minutes is going to come up, and I'm going to be like, ah, oh, but I just got through with 
how I make my coffee yeah. in the morning. Like, oh, well, then set <laughs> your timer for 10 minutes. No, <laughs> no, no, no. No, I think that's a great challenge and I will do that and I'll report back. Cool. Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, we will see y'all next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Talk soon. Bye, y'all. The More Than Alive podcast is brought to you by our awesome team, producer Addison Anthony, recording and mixing engineer Dries Vandenberg, music by J.D. Moon and Taylor McDonald, and your hosts, Ashley Anthony and Hunter Fascinero.